Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Truth Hurts. Today, we're going to be talking about ASAP Rocky Part 2 and the finale. We're not going to deal with this anymore, but there are a few more issues and things I wanted to bring up in regards to the case. Uh, this morning, you know, it's been a lot of talk uh, because of, uh, if, if you guys don't know hip-hop, there's a rapper by the name of G-Eazy. And G-Eazy is a white rapper and a cool guy. He, he's been on the scene, I think, about five years. I remember being one of the first to hear G-Eazy, and he was a, he was cool, you know. So G-Eazy, uh, last year in Sweden, mind you, Snoop Dogg was arrested in Sweden, pulled out of his car, forced to pee in a cup uh, in about, I think, 2014, 15, and was let go. And I remember he said, you know, he would never go back to the country. And mind you, this is Snoop Dogg, you know, whether you like Snoop Dogg or don't, you know, he's a recognizable face and pretty much a person all over the world, you know, people uh, would know and recognize. So it wouldn't be just like some random dude. So he, he called it what it was, racism, and, and, and moved on. Uh, g Easy last year was arrested in Sweden for the exact same thing plus more. He was actually arrested for punching a security guard and snorting coke off a $100 bill. So, you know, that's, that's a, 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 a lot worse than, you know, uh, being antagonized by some drunk guys and then finally fighting back. Um, he pretty much pled guilty, spent a day and a half, two days in jail, paid about $10,000 and he was out of the country. And he even chimed in this week, I think a day or two ago to say that, you know, we, we have to call it what it is. You know, white privilege and systematic racism is in America and it's in most of the world, definitely European countries and places where whites are the dominant or predominant race uh, in, in, the, in the land. So, you know, it, it what I want to chime in on today is a personal experience and my attitude as a black man here in America, as a black man who uh, was raised in an interesting environment. I was raised in an urban environment by extremely educated people. My mother had a, a master's degree and she was a social worker uh, who, uh, you know, supervisor and moved up in that world. And my father, uh, who was from originally from Ghana, which is a place I may end up, <laughs> um, he left Ghana early, went to England. Uh, he went to Oxford, came to uh, America, you know, got his PhD. He was a doctor and he was a professor. So my father and my mother at the times of their death, you know, racism never left their minds because it was something that was forced upon them. And my, these are excessively, first of all, they were geniuses. They were geniuses and, um, you know, successful in their own rights, but also, uh, very well educated systematically. And uh, I'm not saying it didn't help them because it helped them, but racism kind of trumped that, you know? And uh, I don't, I can't say that they ever got over it. So when I think about this, right, I think about how I've moved in society. And originally I would say that as I got, I'm very open. So meaning like, I don't really, I'm not into other people's prejudices. I really don't give a shit. Like what you feel is not what you feel, but it's something I had to learn. And this is what I didn't even fully understand. I knew people didn't like me, but what the fuck do I care if you don't like, you know, I don't really care, but I don't like everybody, you know? So I didn't really think about it, but I had to learn. And this is what ASAP Rocky's learning now that racism has absolutely nothing to do with how you feel about yourself. It has nothing to do with your accomplishments. It has nothing to do with your, 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 your confidence in yourself, your ability to express your ideas, your thoughts, your dreams, the way you live your life. It has, nothing to, it has something to do 100% with the other person, the other people, the other system. 
And whether you factor it or not, whether you care about it or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, it may and will affect you. It may and will attack you. And that's what I learned. So here's what I mean. I was the black guy who was well aware of racism because I, uh, I don't know if I've ever shot this podcast, but I got my first taste at 16 years old. I had grown white men, now that I think about it, probably about 34 years old detectives pull guns on us at 16 years. We were coming from a Catholic school party. Me and my two friends uh, were all went to Catholic school. We were dressed in, in not sh- suit and ties, but like dress shirts and ties and, um, and slacks. We were coming from a Catholic school party at 16 and guys, uh, 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 detectives pulled the car over, threw guns in our face and said, you're those drug dealers from Broadway. They were roughing us up. I was like, it was insane. I was 16. I never forget it. I went home and, and told my mother what happened. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you know, you, you knew stuff like this happened even at 16, but it's like, it's like, why did they do this to me? And like, and now that I think about it as a grown man, I just think about how cowardly these people are to do this to children. But all that's done to put something in your head. And for people like me, it never worked because I don't accept this shit. I said, this is something I got to deal with. Same way there might be a thug on the street or a racist cracker somewhere that wants to kill me. Then the same way this cop might want to kill me. And I just accepted it as that. But still, it's, it's a traumatic thing to go through. You got a grown man acting nervous, irrational, throwing a gun in your face when you're literally 16 years old coming from a Catholic school party. So for me, even with these experiences that I had in Harlem, um, where I'm from, as a young person, from like to say 16 to 20, 22, that those type of ages, I never let anything define me, and I think that's one of my mental strengths, and it's the mental strength of a lot of people. When you know, for, for, especially if you want to be black and successful, you have to just uh, whatever and just know who you are. You have to know who you are and not let anybody define you. But even with being so informed about what racism was or how it could affect me. As I got older, so I do things, I just move to society how I want. I don't bother people. I'm respectful. I know how to move. I know how to handle myself. I know how to talk. So I move like that. And many times, it was like, it just hit me. You know, like I'll give you some stories. One time I'm driving on the Triborough Bridge, and I had a big truck with nice rims. I always like nice cars, fancy cars. And uh, I remember there was like a, a, like a bridge police or Port Authority police, whatever, and they were, on the, they were driving like really slow on the bridge and like I kind of just went around them and he started chasing me on the bridge. I wasn't speeding. I obviously wouldn't drive past a cop at speed, but he just started chasing me. He started like putting his lights on. So I was like, at first I didn't think he was even like, what are you putting your lights on for me? So I just keep going and I finally stopped like right to, near the toll, like to the side and he gets there and, he, and he's like, you know, such he gives me a ticket, does all this crap. Long story short, he uh, he writes up, he writes up on the thing that I said, the reason I tried to run is because I thought this thing was was handled. And I was like, this guy literally is trying to put me in jail. Now that's happened a couple of times, but it's not a big deal. But this is like what you go through. And it's like, whoa, bro, did you just get in your feelings? Did, just, did racism just hit you? Did you just see? Now, much I've always had, not rich, but I've always had a couple of dollars. So I've always been able to, you know, look pretty good in society. So. I was like, wow, this seems, this is deep. So once that's an example of just had nothing to do with me. I was like, this guy's an asshole. I'm out of here. I didn't really care about it, but it affected me. Same with that experience. Same with many other experiences that I had in society that I had to realize like, whoa, I have to be careful. And then I became very cautious. And to this, to this day, I don't like, 
I'm just cautious. Like, I don't, I still don't give a fuck. I do what I do, but I do it with a high level of cautiousness now. I don't just act as if, you know, because I understand that blackness and who I am as a strong individual has, uh, has effects on people that make them react and do things, right? Just like when you see all these things of, of, of white people calling the police on people, right? That's an example of this white racism and this systematic racism where they use the system. It's not about, they can't really defeat you themselves, but it's like they use the system to impose these things on you and work systematically against you where you have things that you really can't go against without the whole world coming against you, right? You know, end of the day, everybody can get AK-47s, right? And just shoot at people that challenge them, but you're gonna go to jail. <laughs> you know, you're gonna, go, you're gonna get killed. It's not gonna work, right? You're gonna, and this is like, part of the problem you just can't fight back you I mean you can do whatever you want first of all anybody can do whatever the fuck you want there are really no rules in life but there's consequences and what you learn as a black person without even any of those extreme thoughts or uh, solutions is that you have to be aware so asap rocky now is in sweden he's arrested now and what's interesting about the person is that this is not ti this is not meek mill this is not even a person this is not nipsey hustle when he was alive this is not no person who's fighting for the liberation of black people this is not no person that's fighting for 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 black uh you know respect globally and inclusion no asap rocky has quoted himself as saying listen i don't want to talk about mike brown and all that like I, you know that those things are bad whatever but I just want to make music. I'm a global person, fashionista. I don't want to talk. That's not, I'm not a political activist. This is his words, not verbatim, but you know, generally. He said, I'm not into all that. I don't want to be, you know, I miss me with all that. So this is a black person who's really a global fashionista type of person. He's not even into liberating and using his voice to help black people and none of that. So he's not even like really a threat. And you see what he's going through compared to G's, uh, a less known, rapper who actually had cocaine on him <laughs> and assaulted an officer and was let go on a day and now uh asap rocky's over there and he's still locked up so now asap rocky's camp is putting out that you know that he's saying it's there's nothing to do with race nothing to do with race now he could be saying that just because he doesn't want to start up trouble but if he really believes that i want to talk about what i feel where i feel that comes from ASAP Rocky, look, I, before I get into that, I just explained to you how I accepted the realization that, wow, this racism thing, this all this stuff has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do, my, I come from an educated family, my sister works in the highest parts of uh, uh, law and uh, government, uh, me, myself, I'm a statistical uh, uh, data analysis programmer and trader, all that shit has nothing to do with what I could experience because of racism. It has nothing to do with my confidence, the way I speak, anything. And I had to accept that in this society, you have to look at people, watch people, watch places, watch what you're getting into because uh, it's a lot of setups and traps out here. That is a, is a pretty fucked up reality, man. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up when I have to accept something that has absolutely nothing to do with me. Absolutely, not only nothing to do with me, it has nothing to do with what I put out to the world. It has nothing to do with my character. It has nothing to do with my intelligence. It has nothing to do with my personality. It just has something to do with how I appear, with the strength of my blackness, the strength of my spirit, my soul, and the color of my skin. That's all it has something to do with. Things that I actually love and would never want to change. <laughs> so imagine, imagine having to accept that reality, no matter who you are. And many people, different types of people for different reasons have to accept things like this, right? 
If you're a Muslim that wears a head wrap, I'm sure many people look at you like you're going to blow up a building, right? <laughs> and you're not going to probably blow up a building, but it doesn't change that people, uh, especially whites, are going to look at you like that. So that reality and accepting that is pretty tough for a lot of people. Now, me being a truther, I just would rather know what it is. So would I? do I want it like this? No, I wish people were not so brainwashed and could just look and judge all people from what they give, right? White or black, whoever, what, what, what are they giving out to the world? And judge them on that, but it's not the reality. So for ASAP Rocky, he comes across to me as the type of person that just can't accept it. He probably feels internally that if he accepts the reality that I just explained to you guys, it's gonna kill his spirit, it's gonna kill his drive. He's not gonna be able to make the same type of music. He's not gonna be able to go to these countries and make this, make do the shows and, 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 and have the energy of love that probably most of his stuff comes from because ASAP Rocky is a cool person like he's not a bad person you know even that statement he said he just that's more ignorance than um you know evilness so for ASAP Rocky like many people it just you can't accept it because they feel it's going to kill their spirit but I think the healthy balance to end this one is uh you have to accept it um it doesn't have to define you but you have to be aware you know, I'm aware, I, I, I have some real simple uh, conclusions that I came to thinking about this country and, you know, America. And uh, even as I'm starting to get more success of where I even want to build up, like I'm going to always have places and things in America, but more and more I start to realize, you know what, go build up black places and go take this knowledge and information where you can, you know, make black panaceas for us, man, because that's what we're really missing. We're missing, especially in a place like America, you know, there's only like a few places that are like that. We have groups of positive, well, uh, you know, uh, well-informed, I'm going to say educated, well-informed, uh, affluent black people. Most times, if you want to increase your lifestyle, you're not in black neighborhoods. So most of the time, there are few, but like I said, there's not tons of options every city. So, you know, you have to learn to coexist with others. And it, you, like I said, once again, you might not have a problem with that. You might love all people. You might know how to spark a conversation with any soul. But does it mean anything when it comes to what racism is? Racism has nothing to do with you. And that's what ASAP Rocky needs to accept. That it doesn't matter. And it's, and, it's, and it's almost too perfect that it happened to him. A person who publicly stated. And from everything that you watch in his career, he's just not some race beta. He's not into, he won't, he refuses to even acknowledge race and all that stuff. He's just basically like, I'm a person. So if this can happen to him, you know what happens to people who actually stand up and say something about the injustices and things that happen. And even when white people, even white people like Jeezy have to admit it because it's such, it's so much in your face. Like, wow, you, I did the same thing. You let me go on a date. <laughs> he said, Rocky got, race at Rocky probably give you $500,000 and you let him go. You know what I mean? But it's not about that. It's about messages that they're sending, racist messages that they're sending. And that's why they're going to people at that level. Not, you know, is ASAP Rocky a threat? Come on. ASAP Rocky is cool. So anyway, that acceptance is a hard thing, but I think uh, the awareness of it has helped me because I get into less things in society because I was just moving like I was moving, but I had to realize, I mean, I could do what I want, but there's going to be things that attack me. And I had to realize that. So 
You know, I move slightly differently now. I just, I have like an eye, I almost cut my eye at every person to see what their soul, their spirit, every energy, every town I drive into. I do not take anything for granted because I had to realize that people are a lot more interested in me than I'm interested in them. And I'm not in a, you know, I'm, I'm aggressive in the sense that I will step to a threat, obviously. But I'm just literally, I have so much on my mind. I have like a non-ending spew of ideas and things that I'm working on. And, and things that I'm trying to do that I don't really get into other people's spaces. So I know when things have come to me, it's probably because this, this person observed something about me and decided to engage me with some with some bullshit. So ASAP Rocky still in jail, going on three weeks, not charged. It's pretty bad. Um, but to people out there, um, you know, this is the problem. This is the problem. Um, and hopefully everything works out. But the, the point of this is for black people, remember, racism has nothing to do with you. So you cannot out-educate yourself, out-money yourself. No, it's about insecurity, fear, guilt, and a bunch of things that come primarily from white people. It has nothing to do with you. It's kind of their problem, but they impose their problems on the world. The truth hurts. everybody thanks for listening to the podcast uh we really appreciate it here i just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments suggestions feedback positive or negative anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and think forward that email address is podcast at gmail.com once again podcast at gmail.com once again that's t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com basically it's the truth hurts but lies kills uh podcast and it's just abbreviated so the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated uh put into six different letters followed by the word podcast as one long word right t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com Please get in contact. Don't hesitate. Anything you can think of, suggestions, other podcasts, anything that you feel is relevant, trust me, we will look at it, we will engage, and uh, we will push the agenda forward. Thanks a lot, guys.